What is up, pre-med stars? Dr. Dale, the author of How to Raise a Doctor and the author of Pre-Med Mondays, both books are available on Amazon.com, so make sure you grab your copy there, and you are listening to the Pre-Med Mondays Mentoring Podcast. Very excited about this week. We are talking about five things to consider when deciding which medical schools to apply to. Five things to consider when deciding which medical schools to apply to. Check it out. Happy, happy Monday, Pre-Med Star. It is going to be a great week. Phenomenal week. So last week was phenomenal for me. I told you guys um, uh, last Monday and the Monday before, I told you guys how I was excited because I was going to do some coach training and I did that. So I went out to the John Maxwell leadership training and uh, cost a bit of money, but it was worth it. And, you know, went out there and got some coach training and spent a weekend and more than a weekend, actually. Um, Sometimes just learning how to be a better coach and learning how to be effective in meeting people and really honing in on my skill of coaching and crafting in on that skill because I want to be the best I can for you guys. I just want to make sure you guys know it was a phenomenal time. It was worth it and I was better equipped so I can be the best possible coach and servants to you guys as possible. So that was great. And for the rest of the week, I got to go on spring break with my family. So that was awesome. It's always good to get away with the kiddos and the wife and just have a good time and, you know, take a step back and just remember what's important in life, being around family and loved ones. And, and so pretty much I'm saying I had an awesome spring break week. That was our spring break last week. I had an awesome time. But back in the saddle, back at it. And I am right where I'm always at saying happy, happy Monday because it's going to be a great week. All right. Going to be a great week. So as always, you guys know this episode of Pre-Med Mondays is brought to you by the Pre-Health Markets, www.prehealthmarket.com. Affordable services for pre-medical students. There you will find all sorts of great stuff to help you be successful as a pre-med. I'm talking about personal statement review, mock interviews, strategizing to study for the MCAT, pre-med coaching, all these things for very affordable prices to help you guys be successful. We're talking 25, 30, 40, 40 bucks for this stuff, right? So take advantage of it. www.prehealthmarket.com. Definitely take advantage of it. All right. So getting into this week, we're talking about five things to consider when deciding which medical schools to apply to. A lot of the stuff you guys, you, you guys might know some of it, but I'm going to try to give you guys some stuff that a lot of times pre-meds don't necessarily think about because, you know, one of the questions I get asked, of course, is, hey, Dr. Dale, which school should I apply to? How do I know which schools to apply to? And that's a tough question. It's really not an easy question. And application process is expensive. It's very expensive. So you want to make sure whenever you go in and you do it right and you're thoughtful and you don't just go start throwing a whole lot of money and not get any return for it. All right. So I'm going to give you five tips here. Let's get into it. Number one, and this goes off of last week's episode. Remember last week we talked about five tips to get recruited to medical school. So if you didn't hear last week's episode, definitely go back and listen to that. And also, guys, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, just take a second, pause it. It will really help me out if you guys subscribe to the podcast. That way, more people get a chance to see it because the more subscriptions, the more visible it is on the various podcast platforms. So Google, iTunes, whatever you listen to it on, please hit that subscribe button. Also share it. I know a lot of you guys have pre-med friends, you're on pre-med clubs, you're on Instagram, Facebook, just click the share button and just share it with everybody. Copy the link, however you'd like to share it, send it out to your pre-med club. I would really appreciate that. Um, you know, I do my best to give you guys good, high quality information. And, you know, if you guys could just spread it, that'd be great. And I would appreciate it. All right. So let's get into it. Number one, which schools have already shown interest in you? 
boom that's a big one right a lot of pre-meds that's the one i get a lot of pre-meds with a lot of guys don't think about that but really which schools have already shown interest with you and the reason you don't think about that is because a lot of times pre-meds don't think about they can be recruited to medical school right so you can actually have schools coming after you because they think you're that good so go back to last week really if you didn't hear even if you heard go back listen to last week's episode again about five tips to get recruited to medical school and then thinking about this week five tips to consider which schools to apply to think which schools are trying to recruit you which schools have shown interest in you and those are schools you already have a direct opening to a gateway with a director of admissions or a recruiter you know if somebody's interested in you apply to that school really take the time to apply to that school and you know sometimes these schools aren't necessarily going to be your top choices right but still take a look and really unless if you absolutely hate the school still consider just applying to that school right it's um really important at the end of the day you want to be a doctor some people say oh i didn't want to apply there i didn't want to go to that school hey do you want to be a doctor or do you not want to be a doctor what is there's going to be some sacrifice along the journey some at some point all right so look at the schools that have shown interest in you and really consider applying to those schools Number two, which schools are well regarded in your specific field of interest? Now, I know a lot of pre-medical students, you don't know exactly what you want to do yet, but some of you guys do. Some people say, oh, I know I want to be an obstetrician, gynecologist. I I know I want to be a cardiologist. If you were not necessarily confident, but if you have some sort of idea, say, you know, I, I really am interested in this field, you know, I'm strongly considering this field, then look at schools that are strong in that I'm going to tell you the truth. It really doesn't matter all that much, right? So you don't have to go to a school that is highly regarded in your particular specialty. And I apologize. You guys are probably hearing my dog barking in the background. So forgive me if you're hearing the barking. But so it doesn't matter if you are, you know, like if if you want to be a cardiologist, you don't have to go to a top cardiology school, but it could help you. It could help you. Okay. And the specific way it helps you is if you really get involved in research at that school, because then you can get involved with research for with people who are big in that field. So um, let's say that I want to be, I don't know, a plastic surgeon. If I go to a school that has a great plastic surgery training program, a great top researchers, and I do research with those individuals, when it comes time for me to apply for the next phase, which is residency. So you go to medical school, after medical school, you go to residency. So when it's time for me to do that, then I'm in a position to say, hey, Dr. Such and Such, I worked with her and she knows me well. I'm going to ask her for a rec letter. She writes me a rec letter. And that weighs heavily in helping me get into that plastic um, surgery residency program, right? So it's a it's a little bonus. You don't have to do it, but it's a, it's a very good bonus to think about. I'll tell you, that is more important when you're applying to residency than it is to medical school, but it still helps. Definitely consider that. Number three, this is a biggie right here. You definitely want to look at this. Is a USMLE and complex pass rates. So you guys know when you're applying to medical school, you have to take the MCAT. But whenever you're applying... Uh, when you're in medical school and residencies, what they look at is they don't look at your MCAT. They don't care about your MCAT. They look at your USMLE scores and your complex scores. These are the standardized tests that medical students take. USMLE is taken mostly by um, allopathic students, so MD students and osteopathic students take it as well. DL students, but not all DL students will take it. And the complex is taken typically by um, osteopathic students, right? So these, you want to know how well the school is doing. You know, if you go into a school and they tell you, oh, our students can't pass these tests, then you need to be a little bit concerned about that school, right? Because you want to make sure that the training you're getting in medical school is preparing you well enough so you can actually get into the, you know, the residency of your choice, the field of your choice. Or they say, yeah, our students pass, but they don't, they don't really do that great. Um, they don't score really, really high, but they pass, right? Um, yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you need to be careful. You don't want to, you don't want to go to a school that's not going to get you the score you need. Right. And the other thing I should say, um, 
I didn't put it in here, but another thing to consider when applying is the the match, the match rate. What do these students match? So you go to medical school, and then after medical school, you go to residency. The residency you go to is decided by the match. So you go interview a bunch of programs, and you rank these programs. Say, okay, this is my top program, my second top, third, fourth, fifth. And you rank them, you list them, and the programs will list you guys also. And then the computer-generated algorithm does this thing called a match. So you want to know, are students at medical school getting into the residencies of their choice? Are they matching into the residency programs of their choice? So if a student wants to do internal medicine, is he or she getting into her top program, second program, third program? You want to know how well these students are doing in terms of getting the career choice that they want. If the students aren't doing well, you know, reconsider. Reconsider that school unless if, you know, unless if that's the school you can get into, right? But if the students are doing great saying, yeah, our students match the top pick 90% of the time, that's where you want to go, right? You want to look at the school. All right, number four, the, the numbers. Point blank, period, numbers do matter no matter what anybody tells you. Holistic review is important, and you guys know I'm the biggest proponent of holistic review and the biggest supporter of that, but the numbers still matter. MCAT, GPA, those are part of the holistic review, okay? So end of the day, you have to look at the school with the numbers. If you scored a... 480 on the MCAT is going to be tough for you to get into a school that has an average of a 515. All right. It's just going to be tough. And you can still apply to that school. I'm not telling you not to apply to that school, but make sure everything else is right and understand that that's going to be a risk and understand you might not get your money back on that. Right. So these are just there's things you have to think about, but it's that you might be that 1% student who gets in. I don't know. But you have to consider these risks whenever you're applying to medical school and consider these things. You know, really look at the numbers, pay attention. And you want to be applying to schools that are within certain number ranges of 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 what you're going after, right? Now, and remember, a lot of these are average numbers. So you can get into a school if your number is below that. Remember, it's an average number. So if your average is 510, you can have 500 and still get in because it's an average number. But just be wise when you're doing this. Be wise. So you guys have probably heard it before. If you haven't, then this might be the first time. But, you know, you, you should have at least three categories. Have schools that you think are schools that you're competitive as. So schools that my numbers are similar, you know, plus or minus a few points, the averages to those schools. And then apply to schools that are reach schools for you. So schools that have higher numbers than what you got. But, you know, I might still be able to get there. I can reach. It's a dream school. I'm hoping for it. And apply to safety schools, schools that your numbers are better than. That's kind of the way that, that we typically say it. It's not always going to work out that well, but that's what we typically say it. So at least three from each category. That'll get you up to nine schools, right? All right, let's move on to number five. I'm trying to go a little bit quick here. So I, I don't want to stay on too long because coming back from vacation, a lot of stuff I've got to still knock out. And I know I've got some pre-med star messages from some of you guys I've got to get on there. And by the way, shout out to Andrew Peck. You know, shout out to you, Andrew. I appreciate the message you sent me on pre-med star. Um, you know, thank you for listening to the podcast and and thank you for taking, you know, what, what I say to heart and, and really trying to implement it and use it to get better. I, I, I pray that it's helping you get better. And that's why we do this. We do this to really inspire you guys. But more so, I do this to equip you guys. I want to make sure you guys are equipped. If you listen to every podcast, if you, if you go back and actually read this book that I've written for you, I, it took a lot of effort, right? If you go back and read this book, read every chapter, and you think about it, and you meditate on it, not really meditate on it, but you know, you take it seriously, and you actually implement these things, you will do significantly better, right? You will be better for it. So, Andrew, thank you for doing that. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate the the message. I definitely appreciate it. All right, number five is location. Yes, location matters. I was just talking to one of my cousins this weekend, 
and um, actually today I was talking to her and she did her training overseas in the UK and she was talking about how she had the opportunity to come train in the United States, but the places that she was getting offers from aren't places that she wanted to live. So she, she didn't go out to pursue those, those routes. And that shows you location does matter. Right. Um, now everybody's going to have to decide how much location matters to them. At the end of the day, you might be willing to sacrifice. She had a family, so it was different for her. But at the end of the day, some of you guys might be willing to sacrifice your ideal location simply because you want to be a doctor. And I'd say that's probably a wise decision um, if you don't have other things to consider. Right. This is hard if you have a family and things like that. But if you're able to make that sacrifice, probably a wise decision. Don't let location be the the end all be all. Say, oh, I can't go there. I'm, I'm not going to go to the medical school. I'd rather not be a doctor. If you feel that passionate about it, then don't go to that location. But I will tell you, most of the time, when you get out there and you start studying and stuff and you get into the groove, most of the time you're going to be okay, right? There are those certain situations where location will really get you down. But most of the time you'll be okay. But, you know, if you do have the luxury of having your pick, definitely consider location. I went to med school at the University of Missouri. And, you know, people say it's not the greatest location. But for me, it was great because I, I knew it. I did my undergrad there as well. And I wanted to be there. So that location was familiar to me. The location was cheap. It was affordable. I was two hours from, from major big cities. I was close to my um, um, my now wife. She was my girlfriend back then. Um, her, their family. So it was a good location for me. And, and, I, and I took that into consideration. And for residency, I went out to Duke. I liked the location. I wanted to try something different. I wanted to be on the East Coast. I wanted to be close to the, you know, the Atlantic Coast, the ocean and the beaches and things out there in the mountains. So location does matter. If you have the luxury of choosing based on location, Definitely consider that. Definitely, definitely consider that, right? All right. Let me see what my challenge to you guys is this week. My challenge to you this week is to make a list of 10 medical schools you will consider applying to. Yes, yes, yes. You guys have to do this, right? So all of you guys who haven't applied to medical school, I want you to do it now, today, when you listen to this podcast or you're probably driving or something. So this week, I want you guys to really do this assignment, do this task, right? And feel free to send it to me on Pre-Med Star. Just send me your te- your 10 schools that you that you're interested in applying to right i really want you to do this because i want you guys thinking ahead much in advance way in advance if you're a freshman sophomore do this i want you thinking in advance of which schools you're going to be applying to and putting yourself in that environment getting online looking at the schools it'll hype you up and make you feel better it'll get it'll get you inspired it'll get you going it'll make you perform better trust me it will it'll make you perform better right so make a list of 10 schools which you are considering applying to and then let me know what specific things do you like most about your number one choice. So make a list of 10 schools and tell me what specific thing do you like most about your number one choice. And, and I'd love to, love to see your list. Send me, a, send me a message on premedstar.com. I would love to see your list, all right? All right. I just flipped the page in the book. And by the way, if you guys were wondering, we were, we were on page 131 in the hard copy book. I flipped the page because, you know, I have quotes in the book, too. And I've been Napoleon Hill quotes. It says, the starting point of all achievement is desire. The starting point of all achievement is desire. All right, my friends, next week, we're going to be talking about outlast failure. We're in week 41. Outlast failure is what we'll be talking about next week. That's that's something that you guys need to hear. A lot of people on this pre-med journey, myself included, right? You get challenging times. So you have to learn how to outlast failure. All right, family. So that's what we got. Thank you for listening. Remember, check out the pre-health market www.prehealthmarket.com especially as we're getting into this application season a lot of you guys have already been using it we've been seeing more we've been seeing more and more orders come through 
So I'm really glad that you guys are taking advantage of it. We're getting great feedback from you guys. So it's an awesome thing. Make sure you tell your friends. Make sure you check it out because application season is coming around. Make sure your application is well put together before you get into this. All right. Have any questions, you know where to find me. I am on premedstart.com. And please, again, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Have a great week. Thank you.